This is episode 226. It has a name and everything. That's the name. <laughs> Welcome to the tone control. <laughs> Sit down. Ding. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Is it, I'm is turning my other lights on. Spooky story yeah. time. This is a Halloween and, edition of the and Tone Control. And then they recorded a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. It's Welcome just, to the Tone Control, Justin. Hey, hey fam, smash that bell. What? <laughs> hey uh, fam, is that what we're going to start calling our our know. fans, our our community? Hey fam. Hey fam. Um, <laughs> probably not. Not if we don't want to get. Uh, well, don't want to. None of we still want to have a fam, um, because <laughs> that's pretty annoying. Um, yeah. how are you doing? I'm good. <clears throat> I'm on paternity leave now, mm-hmm. and um, today, say today's Monday, so yep. today starts my second week of paternity leave, and you know, it's the first few days we're like, this is really hard. This is really hard. Yeah, this is really hard because even when when Beth was off, there were two adults in the house. Mm-hmm. I work at home. So there were two of right. us. And yeah. for a few minutes I could take him or just like we could talk yeah. and communicate and figure out whatever we needed to you, do. You and now had another option at any moment, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. And, I know and what now, you're talking about. <laughs> now it's like, you know, with, with, we are equal numbers, me and the babies. <laughs> 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 so it's like, I can't, you know, unless he's sleeping, I can't not be around, you know? Yeah. And he's he's alert and awake and like, a baby now. And so yeah. he's like, if I put him in his like thing in the living room and then head into the kitchen to do some dishes or something, he doesn't like that. Cause I'm he's not like, around. Hey. So he starts like, yeah. <laughs> and like, he doesn't like overly cry and stuff, but he'll just like, yeah. you know, just sit there and whine and okay. So stuff like that, like that's just taking yeah. getting used to like, it's just the, you know, what can I do with one hand while I hold him? Right. What, you know, what can I put off till he's napping? And then like the nap schedules, like finally starting to lock in and, you know, oh, it's, good, good. We're, we're figuring out a routine <laughs> with each other. So the first few days he was right. like, got a lot of you today. Like what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I was expecting something different. <laughs> yeah. I think the first week he was like, I'm a little bored of this, you know, where's the other mm-hmm. one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's starting to see the routine now, which is cool. Uh-huh. So, but um, yeah, he's asleep in the other room. Hopefully, he stays that way. We'll see. You know, uh, the pattern right now is like uh, nobody cares about this. I just realized <laughs> <laughs> the pattern right now is um, put him to sleep, and within five minutes, you just need some reassurance that he is in fact asleep. You do that, and then he's good. So, so weird... he need he needs reassurance that he's asleep. Yeah, it's like his mind and his body aren't communicating because they're not. You know, because he's three uh, months yeah, old. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get so, what you're saying. So he's like, he's asleep, but his brain isn't, or his body isn't, or both, yeah. you know, or one or the other. And right. he's got to go and be like, no, no, you, you got it, dog. Like, you're doing great. No, this just is keep, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's fine. That's so, all right. Yeah. Yeah. But that sounds um, pretty good. All's good. 
having a little like uh, I don't know. Um, I'm off work, so it's like yeah. What are my days filled with? I handed in the last of my grad school assignments last Friday, as of the recording of the show, and I'm just waiting for grades now. And it's a every time my phone dings, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> is this is this it? Is this the grade? So school is out forever, Mike. Yes, you're yes. right. <laughs> um, and I'm just waiting for grades and stuff, and it's been a really nerve wracking week or so because. This final assignment I had to hand in was like massive and it's worth mm-hmm. a lot. And the stakes of grading that assignment are very high. And, you know, it's like five criteria and they're all pass fail. And it's just like, this is it. You know, we're really down to the wire here. Mm-hmm. But uh, waiting, feeling good about it. But just like, can we, can somebody just like read my thing and get back to me today, <laughs> right now, please? <laughs> so once yep. that's over, that'll probably be done by the end of next week. I'll truly be like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I can just get my life back, which is weird. I'm just like, I haven't talked to any other adults today, so this is what's happening. I'm just like rambling. <laughs> You're dumping, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I started school in April of 2020, right at the pandemic, like really cranking up. So yeah. um, I'm getting, I have this feeling of like, oh, I've got all like my life back, my free time back and stuff, but I lost it anyway because of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it was... That's a weird thing to think about. But anyway, that's enough about me. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like I, I have <laughs> I have a very specific memory about like the feeling that you're talking about. It's like it's not that you haven't been with your kid and stuff, but suddenly it's all all you. Like there is this delayed response yeah. where you it's like you're kind of doing all the stuff and then at some point it's like, okay, you're on your own for a little while. And one of the very first times that I was on my own for a little while and wife was gone. I, I had, we had new food for her. I don't know if I've ever told the story, mm. but anyway, we had like, they have these different <clears throat> stages of baby food. This is the baby food control, um, the baby control, <laughs> the different. So the, anyway, the point is like, it's, they start to introduce like more chunks of solid stuff after a little mm. while. It's like the stage three, it starts to have chunks of stuff. It's like if you, when yogurt has fruit in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that. And we were like, okay, you know, she's like ready for that. We're going to get her on. So this is what I have. And I go to give her some and she absolutely will not eat it. Mm. She's like, and it's like the only food you have. Right? It, we were out of everything else. Yeah. I didn't make her try it before I was out of everything else. And I completely freaked out. I had like a, a mm-hmm. super, uh, instinctive moment where I, I like, I like was in complete panic and I couldn't think straight. Like I had this, I can't feed my kid, which lives on to now. Right. I have, I am extremely calm about most things that happen. And I'm the one who's like, it's, you know, let's just chill. Let's wait and see what happens. You know, all these little yeah, things take a beat. there. Yeah. She, she just tipped off her bike. Like I don't leap up off the curb. You know what I mean? Like yep. these things like that. Except if I think she doesn't have food or something like that, I don't know why. <laughs> what is it about? But I, I well, yeah. I, it's a survival thing, you know, food and shelter. <laughs> like, you know, that's the thing for me. It's like, <gasps> yeah. my kid can't eat. Oh my god! And of course, I was reminded later, like eventually, like the panic subsided, and I found some applesauce or something. I was like, my kid. First of all, my kid's not going to starve for right. a few hours, you know? Yeah, yeah like but this isn't the all, end. <laughs> and then and then Marielle comes home and she goes, you could just put her in the car. And I was oh. like, I don't, I don't think you understand. Brain disappear. <laughs> 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 I 
yeah. cannot do. <laughs> yeah, like uh, today, the thing I'm dealing with now is like the really trying to lock in how long he's awake before offering a nap, like before he's tired. Yeah, and, and doing all that stuff, which leaves keep, very keep little the time. Schedule, yeah, very little time to like go out in the world. Mm-hmm. So today we had to like run to the post office. I'm like, it's just down the road. Yeah, <laughs> not far, but it was like, finish your bottle. We got to go now. Oh shoot! Oh, Hold you, on. Speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> what did you say, hon? Say again. You know how to get that for yourself, hun. And eventually they're seven and they still ask you for stuff like a cup. She knows what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. She knows she's she's interrupting <clears throat> me for attention right now. Anyway. So anyway, that's so what's going anyway, on. He yeah. was a rock star with naps today, just for the record. I'm gonna throw All that right. out there. Yeah. Um but yeah. Um about all that's been going on, that's, you know. I'm in, yeah. I'm in a different kind of survival mode. Like it's going well, but it's just my mind is like a single track, right? So, yep. I haven't yep. really been playing guitar, honestly. <laughs> kind of that part kind of stinks. But yeah, yeah. Getting there. Well, I don't think I have uh, any really interesting stories. Hmm. Car, I went to see our friend. My car needs um, work, but I can't schedule it because oh, they won't call me, me back. Too. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> no, uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, so that's another thing. My birthday's on Saturday, which means um, in October in in New Hampshire in your birthday month, which you know October, uh, I have yeah. to do my car registration and right. um, inspection and stuff, and I keep putting it off real bad. I'm usually like the first of the month with that, and I've obviously yeah. been a little busy. So uh, anyway, I was gonna say I went to see our friend Jonas's band, Jonas and Andy's yeah, band. Yeah, we saw pictures. On, yeah, on uh, Saturday, they do. Um, they're, they're a cover band, and they were really super tight. They had a fully digital setup. So Jonas was using his Fractal FM3 and a Boss. I think it's an SY, I don't know the number, a, a, like a big Boss synth rig. And yeah. it was, he had a MIDI, SY200, right? <clears throat> and he had a MIDI pickup on the guitar and stuff that was feeding that in. And the other oh, guitarist, right. I think his name was Matt. He was playing a Helix Rack, and he had the floor controller for it. <clears throat> which is just like the the foot switches from a you know a Helix basically, mm-hmm. and they sounded great. They had um they had the digital mixer like the um the Behringer digital mixer right, the that they bring with X32. them. X thirty two. Yep, they have one of those, and they haul it around. All wireless in ears for the whole band, like just tight, super, just wicked, really cool. So <clears throat> that awesome. was a good time. Saw some people I haven't seen in a while. It was like a Halloween bash emo night show thing so lots of fun old songs and a good time right on yeah that's killer yeah those those rig things are i mean you can like everybody can have an ipad to mix their own monitors mm-hmm. and stuff if they if they wanted to go that far uh yeah <laughs> it's awesome yeah it's pretty great um somebody asked me once if i could teach him how to use one of those uh, i was like i mean i could probably work it out but you don't. Yeah. You don't want. You don't want me to take the time to do that. <laughs> like, well, first, yes, but first, I have to learn it. <laughs> no, I, I did. I did do a um, a consulting thing that where I was like, it was like a. Can you show me how to use this board? It was like a giant Mackie board. He was like, this guy was like, I bought this board and I'm totally confused. Can you help me? And I was like, hmm. well, I'm not really in the live sound scene very much. Like, I get how consoles work, and I'm sure I can figure it out. But, like, there must be somebody better. And he got back to me, like, a week later, and he's like, nobody no. 
Nobody was. So I was like, okay, as long as you totally understand, like I'm nervous in situations like that. Like I don't, I don't know if I can provide enough value, but I'm not going to like lower my rate because of that. You know what I mean? Because that's mm-hmm. not really how that works. So I was like, I have to, I have to be honest with you and you have to accept it. And then we're going to, and I'm going to do it the damn best that I can. And I, it was fine. Like it was really a bunch of monitor routing stuff, which, which is mm, confusing okay. on that board because it's not really a live sound board. Interestingly oh. for Mackie, they don't have monitor faders and stuff like that. He plugged some things in that was labeled monitor and it's super doesn't work for that. For some reason <laughs> they called something monitor that really is only good for like a headphone mix of the guy who might be on a secondary board on stage mixing the monitors for the artist. Oh, you that's know what annoying. I mean? And it's like, yeah, what? Okay. I found that in the menu and I was like, Mackie, what the fuck? So I was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to use submixes to send to the, and, and it actually, it doesn't make sense by the text, but that way, here's your, here's your front speakers, here's your back speakers, and they're all on faders. And he was like, okay, this makes sense. So hmm. anyway, that's, that's a weird story dumb. time land uh, yeah. that we're doing. So, I don't know if that's bad or good. It's probably fine, right? Oh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Nice. So, um... I kept meaning to get in here and add stuff to the show notes because I had a couple things I wanted to talk about, but I never did because I was yeah. busy holding a baby all day. Right. Um, so I wanted, I was, you know, n- without enough time making dinner and stuff. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to ask Justin what he wants to do. And the, the frame of this is that one of the things is something I think Justin will really like. And the other one is something I think Justin really won't like. <laughs> Both of those turn out turn out to be quite fun whenever we do them. And I, so I'm curious <laughs> if uh, like how you want to decide which one to do first. You can just pick. Oh, wow. um, I have a D20 here on my desk. We could Ooh. roll for initiative. Ooh. <laughs> we could <laughs> we could leave it up to the chat. Um, and you know we'll we'll cut it in half with Pedal Genie in the middle and yeah. go from there. So okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to play our little intro sound and then we're going to pick. Thanks okay. to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. Cheers, Pedal Genie. Yay. Um, so what do you say? You want to roll it for a 10 or um, higher? And- yeah, let's let's roll roll a D2 <laughs> on your desk right now. A D2? Which is, like a, which is a one, flip a coin? One through no, yeah, it's like 1 through 10, 11 through 20, yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> which, so, uh, which is? Oh, right. Um <laughs> I sort of forgot about that aspect of this. Um, <laughs> we'll low, pick a number. Low, like, okay, so which one is it? <laughs> low is the uh, one that you think I'll hate. Okay, here we go. All right, yeah, bad is low. We rolled a fourteen. Oh, all right. So this is so what we're doing is we're setting up happy Justin and then closing the show with with rage Justin. I mean, it's not like right? rage. It's just something I would think like you're going to have a fun take on. It's not a story about Gibson. Okay, no, that's fine. No, it's, it's not. Fine. <laughs> um, I'm putting the link in the chat. Okay. <clears throat> so um, I have a, I have a full set of D and D dice on my desk right now. Excellent. So, oh yes, my god, I saw something the other day. One of my friends who um, we have a little D and D crew. We play. Um, we try to play once a month. We don't usually get to it once a month. But anyway, uh, somebody shared in our chat a set of dice so it's the basics it's the 20 the 6 the 8 and the 10 and there's also there's a four you need they have a 
Oh yeah, or G four. That that might have been there so too. The, yeah, the pyramid shaped one. I guess technically the ten would be not that important. Anyway, I can't remember. The if it ten was is four for rolling five. percentages. It's got like ninety. Well, there's actually yeah. there there's some um, weapons that have that use a ten for some of the mm, hit dice. Okay. So anyway, um, the I can't remember if it was a set of four or five. Maybe it was five, but it had a charge case. Okay, like true wireless oh. earbuds do. Because these are R- RGB dice, oh, they fuck. light up, and you put them in their charge case when you are not using them. And I don't, I didn't dig into it enough to see, but obviously the killer feature would be that it would flash different colors. It would have an accelerometer yeah. so that it would That's know wicked. what it rolled. Because when I roll a crit on that D twenty, when I it hits a twenty, to, I want it to really like flash, like rave, turn, yeah. turn a different colors. I saw anyway. some. <laughs> I saw some that it was a D20 that on the one it said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and on the 20 it said yeet. <laughs> yeet. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Goodness. Okay. I can talk right. more about this later, but anyway, yes. Okay. Um so I put a link in the chat. We're going to talk about yep. the variable treble bleed from Mythos. And I think oh, I casually mentioned this I do to you. Love this. Okay. <clears throat> I think I mentioned this to you at some point. Maybe we were talking with Alex. I don't quite remember when this Maybe. came up. Okay. But this is um it's a variable treble bleed that you solder into your guitar. It has a bunch of dip switches inside and you know some double stick tape, and you just quickly zip this thing onto your volume pot. And you can there's four dip switches and all these different combinations for you to try a bunch of different treble bleed configurations on your guitar. Okay, I see. So we've got um wow are there are there eight caps in this it seems like it yeah yeah and or maybe there isn't eight but there's enough that are different so there's one two three uh and then there's a 150 there's a 250 so there's at least four five so there's five caps for like a total of eight combinations just by my counting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, wow. It'll go into parallel with your volume bot, but, um, and so there's a, like a two solder pads on this thing and then four dip switches, and you can connect, uh, the lug, like either pad can be connected to lugs two and three on your pot, and mm-hmm. you're good to go. And then it's got some d- sticky right. tape on the bag, oh, and you just stick it not, inside the cavity. Yeah. They're, they're not, um, electrolytic. But like, how, how good an idea is this? Yeah. And it's only 15 bucks. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you can very quickly experiment with all kinds of treble bleeds, including just like finding one you like and leaving it in there. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, go get like a super nice version of whatever it's it's demonstrating right, to you. Right. Yeah, you could use it just as like a test thing. Cause that's the other thing is like for you know, the this is one place where like a, a paper and oil mm-hmm. kind of cap will will sound different. Like I did try a few things, not just different values, but like something that's like, you know, expensive for a capacitor, something that costs several dollars instead of like a few cents. A few cents. um, Does, Mm -hmm. does actually make a difference. Um, So yeah, that would be sort of the, that would be the real way to use this, I guess. But you you know, trying this out, like they're saying, like you, you get interactions depending on the taper of your volume pot, depending mm -hmm. on the amp, because that's actual voltage, so there is differences in things about the way it's going to hit your amp. It's not just how much treble is left. Um, right. There's a little more to it than that, so different amps might have different interactions, and being able to check it like this. Um, and he says here on the site, if you like your guitar volume pot taper or interaction with your p- 
pedal board and or guitar amp, you may not like this. So if kind of full disclosure, right. make sure you know what you're in for, I guess. And it's not like it's an irreversible thing. You just take it out. But Yeah, you're subbing this, this in this for whatever a, cap was, was there to begin with. Yeah, but I mean, talk about a really good price point, like a super easy solder in. Like it's not yeah. a a huge mod to do to your guitar, but it bucks. can. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I yeah, I'm having the same reaction like to, that I did to Alex. Like, are they trying to not make money off of this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, because <laughs> yeah. twenty five dollars, yeah. we'd have been like, oh, this is a great fucking deal. Oh yeah, I you mean, know what I mean. So, so what, yeah. like. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. that's fine. That's it. That, like that's all there really is to talk about with this thing. So should we say what a treble bleed is? That probably would be good. Hold on, glowing dice set. We found it. <laughs> yep, this is the. Oh, look at that. There's way more than this. Is the whole set. <laughs> Dang, only thirty bucks. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. What is this one? Oh. The Ooh. faces instead of the numbers. Oh, totally different. I like feel. that idea. I like now I wonder, like, can you? Does it just know? Like, will on on a crit? I don't will think it, it always has do something cool. It. it should no, do something they, cool. They'd have I think to be they just light up, and you can change their color or something like that. Wicked. Uh, <laughs> um. Anywho, I don't need to be okay. Done with the Amazon page. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Anyway, All right. so a treble bleed. When, <laughs> so on on most most guitars don't have a treble bleed. So when you yeah. turn the volume down on your guitar, what's happening? If you listen closely, if you're not, you know, for the uninitiated, you're losing high end when that happens. And some people like that, and some people don't. And a treble bleed will allow the high end to pass through still, and it can. Just make all your shit sound different. You know, it, it's it's yeah. a personal preference thing. It is to, there's not a right way for this. Um, I don't so, so think for, I have me, any in my guitars. Now that it I comes about it. down to I, I do have one on my Telecaster, but if you're using volume knob before a drive to get different levels of drive, this is where you can get kind of a strange interaction where it starts to yeah. muddy up when the volume's quite low. So you put the treble bleed on, and essentially what that's doing is it's adding some low filtering. So it's actually, mm -hmm. it's it's not so much adding treble, it's actually like subtracting a bit of lows. And depending on the value of that capacitor versus your pickups and all those interactions, you got to find the right spot where it's sort of filtering enough low end at the right rate, at the right curve, so that mm -hmm. it kind of stays normal or stays the way you want it. So I was using basically a, a volume turn downer to yeah. be my like low gain version. And this made it not muddy once I found the right value. I'm just mm -hmm. kind of stayed the same. Um, so that's the idea. And of course that would work for, for whatever amp if it happened to re require that for some guitars. I, I think for different impedances, you know, sometimes it might not matter, but... Um, that's mm -hmm. generally, I think, the scenario where it'll stick out the most to you is if you're using it to turn down a drive because you'll notice it not being as crispy or something um, when, yeah. when turned down. So Yeah. And so there's a lot of different combinations of parts you can throw in your guitar to get this to happen. And, and you know, many years ago, Justin was <laughs> just swapping parts in and out. At cost yeah, I, and I, at hassle and, and I all think that I stuff. only I think I only got four values. I like I like picked out like the four most like common, common values. Ones. Yeah, and like I I think I tried an orange drop and I I might have gotten two different kinds of each or something like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't try out like six caps though. Like I just kind of popped one in and saw and 
solder. But the thing, it was a solder desolder in order to compare mm-hmm. every single time. There wasn't a better way for me to do it. So, which is a- Yeah. So this is cool. And it's got the dip switches. It's easy. You just flip in there with a screwdriver or honestly your guitar pick and yeah. change it up. Mm-hmm. Mike is saying um, he's not sure if he has any treble bleeds, but reverend guitars, he has a reverend, have a bass roll-off knob. They call it like a bass contour switch. Or not. Oh, instead it, of it. So, so whereas a tone pot, a tone control, sorry, almost uh, blew that. I don't know where my bell is. Sorry. <laughs> uh, a tone control anyway. is, is basically a high filter uh-huh. that starts to roll off high end. So, this is the, the inverse of that, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I think most, if not all, reverends have that. Yeah. Well, good. <clears throat> cool. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. I see reverends everywhere, dude. Everybody's fucking playing reverends. Are they? I didn't see Around any here. today. Around here, there. I saw one on friggin' Saturday. Everybody's playing them. Hmm. Matt well, and Delaney has one. Yeah. Or from Delaney had. He still has it. What's the t- <laughs> what's the tense there? <laughs> well, Delaney is the thing that is the past tense. Right. right? He, he said not the guitar with a, approaching. And not Matt. <laughs> he said approaching a master's degree in English. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I somebody, think, yeah, Rever- somebody in in one of the discords that I'm in um, used a bunch of commas in a in a phrase. They were actually entirely separate phrases that they joined with commas. So mm. it just made they just what they did was made a run on sentence, right? A comma um, splice. A comma splice, and then they said Oxford commas used for effect. And I had to, and they, that puts me um, in a position. That puts me in a position because now I have to decide: Am I going to call you out right now, or am I going to pretend to have been doing something else and missed this? That's Which some bullshit, the, right there. That's what I chose to do. I decided to ignore. Yeah, it, I mean, I engage. probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have engaged either. But Oxford uh, comma is life. Actually, well, first of all, actually, yes, <laughs> I appreciate the support. Uh, Oxford oh, comma. Oh, yeah, but, but also that's, like... That's it, not what that is. And now it makes me think that anytime they see a comma used more than once in a sentence, they think that's an Oxford comma or something. And oh, God, I don't know. No. Are they <laughs> are they diluting the glory that is the Oxford comma when they do that? Or are they promoting it? Is it just like name awareness, you know, like a like a like an electoral candidate? They just need to see a bu- their name on a bunch of signs. Yeah. <sighs> It's election season, of course. Yeah, we and filled New out our ballots is, yesterday. New Hampshire is rampant with uh, like legal litter for the season, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you get the phone calls? Uh, I've been getting a lot of blocked missed calls on my phone. Like I have I, a blocking unknown callers. So. I get calls and texts. I get a lot all of the texts. time about yep. New Hampshire politics. All the time. And by the way, most of them think I'm Heather and occasionally some other female, uh, typically female name that starts with H. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It's real weird, but because uh, I still have a New Hampshire phone number. But anyway, they, they are all the time. See, I have a Connecticut phone number and, and fill me in about I get New, New Hampshire, Hampshire politics. Stuff. Yeah. Every ad that runs a pre roll or a mid roll on YouTube or Hulu or wherever, mm. it's all politics now. It's just friggin', uh, yeah. it's awful. It's awful. This is one of those things I sometimes say, like, if I ever ran for president or if I ever ran for office, I would run on this issue, right? Which is yeah. things like make make taxes easier to do, you know? Just like, fuck it. Like, let's just, can we, okay? <laughs> Simplify <laughs> the tax code. That's the real word yeah. for that. Then fucking uh, no political signage, like, in the wild, please. 
Okay, because like everybody uh, hates o- that. Only only public campaign funding. Yeah. No no private right. campaign funding whatsoever. Like I'll drive by an empty <laughs> lot to on the way to the grocery store, and it's just the the sidewalk. You know, like the 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 frontage on the street is just one after the other rapid fire political signs. Like, Mm -hmm. what is this? And nobody comes to collect them. Right. So like what Eric's saying, our signs were, so there are laws about that, by the way, about how you have to have your signs collected within seven days after an election. And they're never, they never are. It should be 48 Um, hours. And it's, and right. Our signs really doing anything for anyone. Are they swaying your vote? But that's the thing. It's it's name awareness. That's it. But they're not swaying the vote of anyone who's actually thinking, who do I want to vote for? But what they do is you have to, you have to have your name appear in people's memory or, like, because I, I feel like between 40 and 60% of the population of this country knows so little about it that literally that's what they're doing is they're looking at a list of things. If they turn up Especially at all, Especially when it comes down to names. like, so many people don't participate in local elections too. So like, sure. when, like at Which least what's national going on level. this year, it's like all Yeah, the, and like national level, it's, it's easier to stay in touch with, I think. And, and local stuff, it's just people blow it off way more often. So even though it probably affects them more, it probably affects them a lot more. Yeah. But all our districts around here, by the way, this is, <laughs> we're going to go from this rage, Justin, to the other mm-hmm. one immediately after the, the, all the districts around here are weird spaghetti squiggles. They've, because oh, they're, they're they've totally all been gerrymandered. gerrymandered. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. In fact, they just changed ours and we looked up a map of it last night because there were a few candidates on there. Where we were like, we didn't think we were in that district. And then mm. I look and it's like, it's like sort of a weird cursive R and we're like, if <laughs> according to Google, we're actually outside by like outside of that border by like two streets, but they still sent us that ballot hmm. when we, cause we, we like, you know, remote the whole thing. Cause I, yeah, we did I can't, too. can't be bothered with that shit. No. Um, Bobby Newport's never had a real job in his life. Like every ad <laughs> oh on God, TV I've is. I've seen is, that <laughs> ad. <laughs> I've seen exactly yeah. that ad. There's one around yeah, here. Right? There's some lady who they're they're. Sorry, they're that's from Parks and Recreation. To... If you're not familiar, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why I've seen it. <laughs> that's fucking Ant Man, isn't it? Bobby Newport yeah. is Ant Man, yeah. and I totally yes, forgot. Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> Paul Rudd. I was Bobby so ready Newport. to. I was so like, the way they just that. sit around the living room. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was in my brain. That was name recognition. It was in my brain. I was ready to accept that as a New Hampshire politician. <laughs> and you just didn't recognize it's actually a joke from a sitcom. Yeah, because it's not a joke from a sitcom. It's actual real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gifts in the chat. I'm against crime, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Oh my gosh. Okay. I wonder what we'd get out of Bobby Newport. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, um that's the mythos Ooh. thing. Look at yeah. it. It's the variable treble bleed. Let's move you over to Pedal it Jean. again. Here it is again. All right, great. Let's move over to Pedal Jean. <laughs> <laughs> We're really good at our jobs, guys. Guys. Okay. Guys. Um the gift call tonight. Justin won the gift call tonight, actually. Well, see, it's, there's a campaign now in in the Discord to have it changed no. to Bobby Newport. No, no, that's how not about- how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the gifts for Justin's category. Quote: Wild ass. <laughs> wild ass. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you um, 
just head on over to general chat because I picked my clip from the Planet Earth series of David Attenborough uh, mm-hmm. saying that. And that's that's all you got to know. It's my favorite it. clip of that whole series. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yep, no, I'm not taking it back. It's my favorite clip of that whole series. All right, let's thank the all genie. Right. Wild ass, everybody. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $22 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $47 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $77 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone, and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. <laughs> oh my God, my dog does that. <laughs> so what's funny, like that that looks like, doesn't that look like it could be... Oh my God. My dog puts her butt on the other dog's face when she's trying to get him to play with her. Hmm. Like she's trying to rile him up because he's kind of an old man. He doesn't always he doesn't always he's hop like, hey, to. Hey, check out this asshole, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and and she'll like ah, she'll get all up on him and then she'll spin around and like put her butt like on his face. <laughs> get right in there, you know. Get after it. Oh my god, the cat with the you know the, the cats have like an organ in the roof of their mouth that that helps them process smells or something. It has like a name and everything. It's like an organ that non-felines I'm pretty have. sure it has a name. It has a fucking name, Derek. And, but that's why they like, they sniff something and they go, and they like hold their mouth like that because they're, they're yeah. like trying to, they're trying to <laughs> Can you do that again for in. the audio listener? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the one with the car driving over the dad. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so the cats, they take... <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, okay, okay. Thanks okay. for that. Hey, I don't have a pedal because I held on to the Dimension C way too long, and I said I was going to do a demo, and I just didn't, so I sent it back. And I was like, you know, for the spirit of the podcast, I owe it to ourselves. Yeah. Just, just get a new pedal. Just start over. <laughs> so no demo um, for the Dimension C, but, you know. I don't, I don't have a pedal either, and I'm absolutely certain now that after four four full weeks, now I'm now I'm sure after all this testing that it's because I don't have any pedals on my wish list. <laughs> if you want, we can use this time to go to my wish list and pick out some new pedals. But I suggest maybe we just move on with our lives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike says random pedal demo. Grab one without looking. I think oh, most I of my pedals are in my office, actually. Um, there's like three or four that are downstairs. Can we do a, <clears> a <throat> couple of five-second demos? I don't have any uh, of my what, shit hooked up. What, one se- oh, okay, all right. Because <laughs> I didn't have a demo. I didn't plug in my amp or anything. So No, <laughs> one, we can't. Um, One-second demos, the, the YouTube shorts. This is what... There you go. <laughs> That's what is it that sounds a, like when you turn it on. Coat? 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks, Pedal Genie. Thanks. And um, I, um, I promise tomorrow morning I will fill out my wish list. <laughs> I promise. Um, okay. Cool. Cool, so, cool, cool. Cool. So cool. Um, the next thing is stuff I'm pretty sure Justin would hate. Um, it's going to be maybe not really bad. Well, I'm, I hope it's like, I don't know. Maybe you're going to love it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. An, <laughs> you may have seen this already. Uh, oh. New pedals from PRS. I have P- not PRS seen has, this already. Okay. PRS Unless it's has the entered ones the, that were from many game. months ago. Because I was pretty sure. No. no, PRS has entered the pedal market. And why don't you go ahead and open that up and just yep. like talk to me about the names and stuff. Um, the Miley Cyrus. Nope, that's not what that says. <laughs> uh, I can't come up with any other funny ones. So okay, okay, okay. What do we? Th- this is not Have what you, I've seen before. So okay, okay. Wonderful. So these ju- did just drop. PRS has three new pedals on the market: did an overdrive, a compressor. Yep, is that what I was thinking do. of? Okay, I think that's yep. what I was thinking of. So an overdrive, a compressor, and a dual flanger. And okay, I did at first think this said wind through the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's because I was very much influenced. And horse meat, of course, I read, I read instantly that you can't dyslexic yeah. horse meat. It's already horse meat. Yeah, so like, Justin, I got to ask you, have you, ever, um, have you ever hated something just because of the name? Uh, I think so. Like, music, like gear-wise, like have you ever not chosen to not get something or thought like this was a mistake? Oh, man. Well, there's like, you, you, Derek. You got to understand. There is so much gear that I've never bought. Oh, of course, well, we're right. But like, have you seen something come out by a brand that you that, that you I would trust? Have liked and, and, if it wasn't that you, the name. you think like, oh, that that might not be a great choice. Um. Yes, but I'm struggling so bad to find to think yeah, of an so, example. So I think. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think naming an overdrive pedal horse meat, yeah, is a mistake. That's all. You think so? That's, we don't, I don't know. I think it's kind of like, look at the crazy name we put on this. And also it's yeah. a fucking stupid name. Like, let's well, not sugarcoat this. It's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't think it fits with the other two. So, I, I, no. you know, so as a set, I think we can definitely say something about this. So wind through the trees and Mary cries. Wind could, through the trees. like coexist. I feel uh, like those could be uh, like part of the same feel of the the branding of these pedals. Like the pedal, right? the universe these pedals exist right. within. Right, like this yeah. this would work for me. It's like, you know how all the all the uh, um, all the Earthquaker pedals, like there, there's there's something mm. about the title of a pedal like from Earthquaker or from Wampler to a certain extent. Earthquake, uh, uh, fuck, what is the uh, other Walrus one I'm thinking Audio. of? That is exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Walrus, they, they definitely like you know, all their pedals, you're like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense that the pedal is called that, right? The name, the naming brand or yes. uh, yeah, the name branding rather. Sorry. Yes. Name branding. Right. W- what is that called? Like the, it's not, cause it's not iconography or, or something like that, but it is, it is part of that whole situation, right? That a brand yeah. has a feel to it. They have like a brand identity. identity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, brand identity, wind through the trees. Okay. Mary cries. Sure. Okay. I, there's an identity here I'm getting. It's you know it's sort of whatever it is, but it makes sense. Yeah. Horse meat. <laughs> nope. See what I mean? Yeah. 
Like the other two are fine. Wind through the trees is just simply too long. I don't think a pedal <laughs> should have four words. That it's fine. <laughs> if Prince fine, yeah, like to have. I, I don't know. Mary cries. I don't. I want to know more about that as a name because, like, yeah. the wind cries. Mary, like, why? Why did they name the optical compressor that? Like, is yeah. it somehow yeah. adjacent to the Jimi Hendrix song? Like, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. Yeah. Horse so, meat. I don't know. God. And it's a damn transparent it. <laughs> overdrive, too. First of all, first of all, what the fuck is a transparent overdrive? Let's pull this curtain way back. Yeah. What the fuck does that actually what mean anymore? It means fuck nothing. Is a transparent overdrive. You could have okay. a transparent boost. So, I'm okay with is this a boost? Or is I it think an overdrive? The, the the meaning behind it originally being that it didn't affect like the EQ shape, like a tube screamer is not a transparent overdrive. It has a major EQ situation on its own, right? Over, overdrive thing, is necessarily not transparent. Overdrive is gain that has exceeded the electrical capability of. I its think circuit. in the in the so case of this, so it's not linear though, anymore. Like it's changing. Like there is nothing transparent about something if it's if it's overdrive. So I don't buy. Yes, it. I don't disagree, but I think the terminology of transparent overdrive is more to do with EQ than it is to do with whether it's gainy or not. So does that make sense? I I'm not, know I'm not justifying are, this. <laughs> I know what you are saying to me, but it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't and it's have not to. Because of you. But, that's what no, I want I to be clear about. Okay. Also, it's got a two-band EQ on it. So how transparent is it? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's as transparent as as if you leave those knobs alone, apparently. It's a So I think the the why name would it I've be heard. called horse meat. I have what an answer tra- for that. First of all, what's transparent about horse meat? Tell me about this. If you cut it thin enough. Uh, so I had seen some interviews with Paul (laughs) so fucked up it's like you're at the deli (laughs) yeah and you're like no dinner you could do it so you could do better it's only got one side yeah Yeah, what is one dimensional horse meat it's a Mobius strip of horse Hang on, I gotta write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so he said that they were talking about the Klon Centaur. I'm sorry, who said? Not, I think I was shouting over you. Paul Reed Smith himself. They were oh, they okay. were talking in some interviews about like this pedal lineup, and the joke or the saying or whatever it was that this this pedal quote eats Klon Centaurs for breakfast, and the Klon having you know the Centaur graphic on it, people call it horsey da da da. So it's like. A jab at the clon, sort of, but it's like, how can you call it a transparent overdrive and also not nod at the clon in general, which is known as basically the, the transparent overdrive that started this whole bullshit naming thing? And call it horse meat? But if this pedal is horse meat, then like this pedal is the clon after it's been butchered? After it's been eaten by this after pedal, which is after named it's horse been meat, rendered into from no longer is it a centaur. Now it is a it is horse meat, which means it has been cleaved from the animal. I don't right. Yes, I don't know. I don't know if I could own a pedal that was named horse meat. Like if it was on my pedal board, I'd be a little weird if somebody was like, "Tell me yeah. about horse meat here," and I would be I'd feel a little embarrassed. Okay, you know. Um, 
let me let me let me come at this from the east now, right? Let's so let's from a different angle. What is what is unique about any of this, right? Because so so what what we have here is we have a known guitar gear brand that is mm-hmm. entering pedals. So this is like any of these people who they haven't been making pedals up until now, they're going to throw themselves into the pedal thing and mm-hmm. there's an initial offering. This is the initial offering. So it's either yeah. It's either the Amazoning of it, and they're just gonna. We've got a little bit of everything, so you can make your whole board out of us. In which case, no established guitar person is is gonna be like, "I'm gonna get in there," right? Mm-hmm. Instead, it's more like somebody who doesn't have stuff yet. You know, this it's gonna be well, the guy who's a PRS fan and doesn't have a bunch of pedals. Oh, look, PRS has pedals. Like that guy exists, right? Yes. And they're going what to if buy I told all you, these. What if I told you horse meat was $250? I just don't think the market can sustain that. I just think there's so many other good meats that don't cost that much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's not... It's not like we were talking with Alex Kobe last beef. week. Yeah, we were, like we were talking can't with Alex about... can't command that price for like, that. I don't care do who you, cooks it. <laughs> This is like true, but also like a funny metaphor, but it's true. It is true. So, you so know? yeah, like who's, who's going to buy this? Okay. So the optical compressor. Okay. That's, that's I not think you super mean, common. I think you mean Mary cries. He did say that this is basically an LA2A in a pedal. Well, it's no, it's fucking not. Of course not. The LA2A, yeah, the, the only, like an LA, saying an LA2A is Saying that your any optical compressor is an LA two A, that's just because it's a it's like that's the topology. Like an LA two A is not yeah. a generic opto compressor. It is it has a bunch of tube stages and giant transformers, and it that's why it takes up two U of rack space. It's yeah. not because you can fit it into a pedal if you feel like it. Um, so this is an opto <laughs> right. They're compressor. Not, they're not this that is not an LA two A. Fuck yeah, and that's stupid anyway. Like that's not oh anyway okay. It's an opto like whatever. That's this is this is an opto compressor that I made from a kit. Yeah. Okay, it's simple. Well, Justin, apparently it's an LA two A. <laughs> yeah, guess what? Guess what? It's fucking not, and it's not an LA two A. So dual analog flanger. Um, this is the only one that has a prayer of being actually like interesting within its sector. Right, I and, agree, and we haven't determined if it is yet. But like, that's something where, you know, dual, you know, flanger. Okay, whatever. You start doing other things. Dual analog flanger. Well, now we can make some sounds. We could probably make some of those weird things where they cancel mm-hmm. occasionally, and the the waveforms are in the wrong spot, and all this other kind of strange yep. stuff. Right? We could get there. Um, but the other thing, and then the other th- like opto compressor. I don't. So so what I see is I see a new pedal brand coming onto the market. They they don't have the basics. They didn't enter the market no. with a drive, a what delay, are the other things you a, need? A, re- a delay, like, like a reverb, a boost, whatever. What do you yeah. need yeah, like they don't have the the toolbox, and uh, so instead they went for an opto compressor, probably you know, at least number eight or 10 on the list of, and now I, don't I need even one of ne- these as I'm building a pedal board. 
I don't ever use a compressor on a pedal board. I sometimes use one on Helix. Sometimes, not always. Yeah, I mean, and you should probably, even then, probably if you're playing um, like country Western music, you'd... Oh, yeah, you'd, like if I need to... Like the one time I, I played guitar in Footloose, I used a compressor, but right. I didn't... There are... You know, right. I don't so, so there use are one, so. huge swaths of the guitar playing population that actually a compressor is a standard weapon for that. Oh, totally, okay? totally. But it is not... In the in the first you know five or something no, like I don't, that. I don't but, think but, it is either. But PRS is like so. So I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't know where I'm talking myself with this. Did they intentionally go off typical in order to not be what I'm describing? Like in order to not be the toolbox? Maybe I don't know. And that's fine, I guess. Like PRS is a luxury brand of guitar stuff. Yeah, They're, they make expensive gear. They make expensive pedals. This wind through the trees dual analog flanger, mm-hmm. named too long to put it on a pedal, is three fifty. I yeah, I don't know, man. That's a lot of money, and it sounds good. Like that's the thing. No, of course it does. Does it matter? Like whatever. Does it matter? Like it, this is the thing we were talking about with Alex last week. Does it matter that it sounds good? Of course it fucking sounds good. Like it's not even worth having that conversation anymore because you have to go so far down into the barrel before you get to something that doesn't. You have to go to those like $20 yeah. Amazon pedals before you're actually legitimately questioning if this is good enough to use. Right. right? And, and of course, like the horse meat sounds really good. No shit. It sounds really good. You, you can't, like you're saying, you can't throw a rock and not hit an overdrive. That sounds Didn't really good. Didn't you know it was going to sound good when you saw it was called horse meat? Come on. Didn't you know it was going to sound good when PRS put out an overdrive pedal? Like, you don't even need to know anything about it. That's the thing. Like, yeah. any of the stuff that comes out these days, it's like, well, great. So, the wind through the trees, though, <clears throat> this dual, or uh, sorry, this dual analog flanger has the two LFOs, and then you can mix between the two in a very cool way. And yep. you can change the dry wet, which is also great. So, like that right there, feature rich enough and I think unique and cool yep. enough. That this pedal doesn't feel like bullshit. Mm-hmm. At three hundred fifty bucks, it feels like bullshit because I don't know who needs a three hundred and forty nine dollar flanger. But yeah, so so what do you think? Like aspirational pricing is that is that like it it has to be that price because it's PRS? I think partly. Um, yeah. I don't know. It does sound really good. Kind of do. I listened to like the um, that pedal show had Paul on, and they very thoroughly went through all of this stuff and this flanger does sound awesome. It solves a lot of the problems that a lot of flangers have. But I don't know. This is just me. Flanger isn't a huge what, what part of problems, my sound. So, so wait, I want to know about that. What problems do flangers oh, have? Oh, just Tell just me. in the, I don't, in the I, way I'm being serious. Like I don't I don't get flangers. <laughs> um in the way that they were explaining it, the, go watch that pedal show episode if you okay. want to hear more about this, but like they talked about the transients uh, in relation to like when the flanger is where it is in its sweep can kind of mess okay. with the transients. And this, because of this added highs knob and some other things, it allows the attack of the guitar to come through in a way that feels way more natural. And hmm. which I, I would agree with. Like it sounds, okay. it sounds really good. And so on some flangers, I've owned a few over the years, it does kind of like you could hit it and it's all lows suddenly. Like it could just be all like whoosh. Like it could be in yeah. the deep of that sweep and right. you're screwed. Okay. It just disappears. So this helps. See, I would have solved that, that. With, with by by mixing it out. You know, I'd be like, but right, if it's but subtle like, enough, then you escape that or something. You know, but the but, Boss BF2 or the TC Vortex, like those, don't have mix knobs. 
The Vortex might. Now that I don't actually know. I haven't owned it in okay. years, but the the boss ones don't. So you can see that the being one I had deficiency. <clears throat> yep, and this has two LFOs, so you can get like a Leslie type of thing where like the drum is spinning faster or slower than the horn. Yeah. If you want it, like that sort of stuff is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can't change okay. between those speeds, but they do, they will cancel each other out and do some cool stuff. So it sounds like it's a really good sounding flanger. So yes, sounds great. 350. Mm. I wouldn't buy it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's not because it's because flanger is not a major part of my sound. That's the only reason. If if I was like flanger all day every day, then yeah, maybe it'd be on my list. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's one of those kind of niche effects that I don't know. I I don't know if flanger is ever anyone's real like always on type of sound. Yeah. So commanding that much money for it for like a sometimes effect is asking a lot. To yeah, I mean if I. I don't know. I feel like any pedal in that range, it almost doesn't matter what it is. It has to have something in it. It has to have something in it that justifies Um, actual equipment inside it. Like if it actually contains stuff that costs this much, which we know flangers don't. Or if it was fucking stereo. (laughs) Well, but that's the thing. Like then we have to actually start adding things like it has to have stereo. It has to have like, it has to be digital and have recallable settings it has to be able to chase tempos and things like that or, or, or expression. Um, and this is clearly just mono in and out, nothing else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have so, the extra features that set it apart from any flanger as long as it has a mix. I mean, well, whatever. I guess they're, they're, they're doing something. It's not just the same as the boss flanger. But, no, it, it is different. And it's also... Like the price, it's made in the U.S. Like all this stuff is U.S. Yeah. made. So then there's that, and then they are through hole component. So there's an added cost there. But um, oh, instead of SMDs, you mean? Yeah. So instead of surface mounts, yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't. That doesn't. I mean, that's not better. You know? No, it's not. I'm not saying it is. Um, it's just it's one of those things. It's perceived to be, that, like, but it's not. It's, and, they they anyway. push it out there in the marketing materials, like, and these ones are through hole. Right, it's like the Vox, yeah. like, hand-wired, hand-wired series yeah. versus the regular. Like, the only thing you're possibly doing there is some of them, you know, the hand-wired probably have more self-noise at the end of the day, if there's a difference at all. And if they're being mm-hmm. careful, there's probably not a difference, so... Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm I mean, nothing I'm, against hand wired stuff. It's just don't do it because you think it's better. Because it's not it's objectively, objectively better. Objectively no. not better. It's objectively yeah. just something that's totally different. And but anyway, so uh, I was I asked how much a Mobius was from Strymon. It's four fifty. It is like you know one of the but leading. They've got all the features. Yeah, it's one of the leading modulation boxes on the market, if not the yeah. leading one, and. It's stereo, it's MIDI, it's everything. You know, it, yeah. it is a flanger and so much more. Does it have a dual analog with mixable LFOs? I don't know. I don't have it. Probably not. But still, like, mm-hmm. you get into that thing of of how important is that <laughs> to your That's sound? We, it, we come to the we come to this with the the what I guess is the middle priced section of the market. Right. If it's cheap, it's like hell yeah. And if it's expensive, but it has limitless features, it has everything mm-hmm. like a Strymon does. It's like, well, that's Strymon. You know what I mean? It's justified. Yeah, you're paying and then for that, that big premium. Then there's the middle, 
And it's like, it's like how I felt about the UAD pedals. Like they have to mm-hmm. price themselves up because it's a luxury brand, but it actually doesn't have the features necessarily to justify that. Like I'm sure it sounds great, but it doesn't yeah. really have the features to justify it compared to other things. It's like, it's, you know, it, once again, what, let's compare everything to, uh, to an HX stomp. You know, mm-hmm. compare fucking everything to an HX Stomp. If you are 75% of the cost of an HX Stomp and you do 2% of what it does, you know, are you in the bad spot spot in the in the in the price, you know, curve, right? You need right. to get way under there to be like, well, buy me instead of an HX Stomp, because what you really want is a flanger. Or Yeah, and like you don't well, go buy you know, an HX Stomp because you want a flanger, but like I don't think but, but if you're sitting there and you're going, okay, look, I could You could buy, make this in Helix though. Like you could make this thing. Right. Exactly. With, so, you so if use I'm looking two flangers. At this and, yeah. And PRS is like, here's our pedals. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy the lot for like seven hundred bucks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I, like why mm-hmm. would I? Explain yeah. that to me. Why is this why is this there's no way that the thing, like, yeah, I, this is like a my cool song circuit isn't design. Better, yeah, like, 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 no matter how good any pedal is, my song actually isn't better between the difference okay. of the greatest like, flanger in the universe versus the flanger that's in an HX stomp. My song isn't that, better. <laughs> say that louder for the people in the back, right? Like, it is, <laughs> it's true, and it, like, this is the thing we all dance around. Like, oh, gear doesn't make you a better guitarist, like. Obviously, we know. Yeah. Yes, I believe in things like it can inspire you to play more or play differently or play better, whatever. That's there is a glass ceiling to that, though. And the yeah. same is true for you. Doesn't mean you're a good songwriter. You could write yeah. shit songs. You Not could. to mention, you prob- never you probably do. Yeah, <laughs> talking to probably you. Probably do. Or you play covers, or you don't get recorded, or like whatever. Like, yes, you can you can make all of the tonal decisions you want, and it might sound like fucking magnificent in the room, but that's not the end of the equation, right? Like, if you if you are caring so much about your tone and your sound and all this stuff at that level, why end there, right? You need to pay. You should be in the best recording studios. You should be getting the best mixing and mastering and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not. There's not that end game. So And I, I agree with you, but now <laughs> I'm listening to you talk and now I'm realizing how how we sound though when we start talking like this. Cause like Oh, I know. Obviously I hate it. you're allowed to buy this if you want. Like it's it's just um I don't know. I, I think I think we have a point about the middle price range thing. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't chase this, you can't chase the five percent. Like I that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I think of it sometimes it's like the, the last 5% costs a thousand percent of the price. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's the price difference to get that very last few percent. <laughs> but if we, if every, every single state step of the way, we don't care about the last 5%, you know, or if we take that a step further and we don't care about the last 10%, then, it, yeah. it, then that compounds. And so then we get to the end and suddenly it's, um, if I have five stages in some process in my guitar rig and recording chain or whatever, and each time I chose the 80% as good version, then I end up mm-hmm. with something that's half as good as somebody who chose the 90% as good version yeah. all the way down. So so it can compound. But 
I don't know. I don't think that invalidates what we're saying about the this middle price range. I think it's I think it's brand identity. And I think it's weird to think yeah. that Pre-RS's pedals, which just came out, are gonna have are gonna have that brand identity. So so is this like a long game thing? I do a lot of oh, thinking probably. out loud on this podcast. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but I think it's this is the thing I've said for so long. When these pedals came out and it's like they're from PRS, like, okay, you're in the market now, great. Like, welcome to a super saturated, overdeveloped space. Yeah. You know, and like we're again, go listen to the episode uh, to two twenty five with Alex at Copperstown, and we talked a bit about how do you make something that stands out in the market, and like how do you not just add yeah. more pedals to the pile of pedals? Horse meat's in that pile. I don't give a shit. Like it sounds really good, but so does Foxcatcher. Yeah, and so does. Well, and it's totally different for a brand know? like PRS versus Copper Sound too. Like yeah. he yeah. he has, in a sense, like he has a luxury to be able to think like that. Um, whereas they probably, if they did something mm-hmm. weird, if they did something that wasn't the typical pedal, everybody would go, what the fuck is PRS doing, right? Oh, of course, of course. I yeah. like to think I probably wouldn't, but at the same time, it would be like, why aren't they doing but it would something give them, that's more typical, that's more general, because they're a big brand. It would get them attention, but in a different way. Like, it would, yeah. we'd still probably be talking about it, but it'd be like, what the fuck are they thinking? Why didn't they just release an overdrive? And which is what they did, but it's 250 yeah. bucks and it sounds just like every other $250 overdrive. It, uh, obviously, it's not exactly the same, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I challenge you to really find the nuance and the difference between a lot of this high end gear stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, is this we're like, splitting, this is like we're um, splitting the hairs like at, of if you the horse. A, <laughs> <laughs> so fine. Slice, we're slicing that meat so thin. <laughs> um, like yeah, if you have it was a, funny in uh, in the interview, he said, like, people think I'm putting horses in one side and pedals are coming out the other. <laughs> I just like love the visual of a wow. factory with like horses on a conveyor belt going in one side overdrives coming out the other and grinding them up. Um uh, okay, so so uh, if you're a person who has like a, they have like an amp brand, right? And it's like a Marshall is my sound or Vox is my sound or something yeah. like that. Um, like to th- there's a there's a certain room where that's okay, where it's like yes, you're right. Like the Vox is the sound for for you for this whole thing, but um. It doesn't. It's not too many steps back from that. Where if they're in a room and it's like, well, the only amp here, like the amp on stage here, is a Marshall. It's not like you can't play guitar and sound like you. Yeah. What are you not going to play? Yeah. Right. Right. So, so there's that too. It's it's like um, the they uh, you know the, the the dumb horse meat thing. Uh, it's an overdrive just like all the other overdrives. Well, but there's you know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm like losing my train of thought here, but it's like I know. I I want to I want to attack it almost from both sides. Like at first yeah, I was so like, like, what are they doing? And then I kind of realized, well, actually, these aren't the typical toolbox pedals that that would be the first three. Um, except one of them is an overdrive. But I mean, could they really get away with not releasing an overdrive? Maybe it would have been better. Maybe if if it was like a compressor and then two kind of more effecty things, right? Like a flange, yeah, and other, a reverb, time based stuff, yeah. And it would be then it would be like, well, they didn't put they didn't post an overdrive, so they're not trying to be everything to everybody. So maybe this has the word overdrive on it, and so that's tilting me. And I'm thinking, well, and they're trying know, to be I everything think, to everybody. Yeah. So why the fuck is this compressor here? You know, it's yeah, like and I can picture. I can picture Paul saying, 
we didn't make an overdrive because there's a million great overdrives out there. That is totally something he would say. Yeah. And I would believe him. And I don't know. It's just, mm, I don't know. I'm kind of losing my own narrative here, but it's still. It goes in you know circles. Because I, mean? I it think does. We, I think we're against these pedals, but at the same time, we're not. Like, And we keep chasing ourselves in circles about it. Because like, there's, well, except the price, man. I keep coming back to that. The price is a, a deal breaker for me. The price is tough, man. Um, it, it's, I don't know. Not and even PRS meat, the put The name in, horse meat does, it still doesn't fit the branding. I stand by that. No, it doesn't. And PRS did not put this much thought into any of this shit the way we are right now. Like they put in thought into like <laughs> how they sound and how they work, right? The stuff they should a, care this about. This was a five minute boardroom meeting. It was a presentation. Here's what we came up yeah. with. That was called horse meat. It's already in production. <laughs> horse meat. It's a joke about the clon. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Fire Next. away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Sometimes I have these um, like guitarist existential thoughts and issues that are like yeah. the, the, the king of that th- process, that thought process is the audience will never know, right? And who, what are you doing this for, right? And all of that kind of space of doesn't really make you sound any different. And it's why I've kind of changed some of my thought around Huh. How I build pedal boards for myself is like I need a drive, a boost, like a, a loud box, a louder box, and a <laughs> wiggly button and a, a spacey wacy button, and like that's it, right? So like, do, do you think you know the Soul Food comes out? It's a sixty-five dollar clone or whatever, it's seventy-nine dollar clone. You think some clown in the audience who's not a guitarist is going to be like, mm, I don't know about that clone tone? Like this is only for us. You know what I mean? And and who the hell, why well, nobody, do we care nobody so Nobody can until they compare it. <laughs> nobody ever can. Until yeah. they compare it. Because they're, anyway, yeah. So that's. We, uh, we th- this is what I mean. Like the, the guitar economy, not, not the economy, but like the, the, the subtlety and nuance that we're all like fussing over all the time has gotten so minuscule. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just care about it less and less. <laughs> like every well, time right. we, something we comes rant- out. We rant about that last few percent a lot. The yeah. times, the times in my life when I've had that last few percent thing, um, you know that that sways the argument. It like because it does it it comes becomes part of the compounded value throughout. Mm-hmm. Like because I have had the pedal board that had a bunch of stuff on it, and then I realized that I almost never turn on this reverb pedal, and if I take it out of my chain, I can hear the difference in my yeah. generalized tone. So I just got back 4 or 5% by taking that out. And that doesn't matter to the audience, but I still I still was absolutely sure it was the right thing to do because mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, I mean, it's, it's like the increasing the value of every note I played. And if I made a recording with it, it was, everything was, you know, 4% better or something, which isn't a lot yeah, on and its then own, you was, but, yeah. you know. And then you, the 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 adjacent argument to that is like then you as the player feels more confident, right? You love how your stuff sounds. You feel yeah. good playing. You play more into it. You're just like you that that is quantifiable to a degree, and that does matter. Well, but. well we know it exists. I think it's I think it's yeah. actually not quantifiable, but we know it exists. Okay, okay, we just yeah, can't yeah. quantify it. Is what you meant, right? Like it's it's sure. like. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, qualifiable, that, I guess you should say. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, sure. y- you can, you as the player can like feel that in the moment. Like, how many times yeah. are we at band practice? And you're like, fuck, my shit sounds great today, and it could just yeah. be like, <laughs> my shit's bad. Whatever. The humidity. Nothing happened. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, it's both tangible and not. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I think it's just funny that I'm like, getting these off my screen. Yeah, I don't care about this anymore. Um, the um, yeah, I don't know. This we, was another uh, one where well, I chased myself in a big circle about it, though. You know, that's fine, and I think that means it was a good <clears throat> conversation. Yeah. Sometimes I just wish I didn't care so much about. So I think I care too much. That's my biggest flaw. <laughs> my biggest I, know, I can't, is I I can't care listen too much. to American Idol because I have perfect pitch. Right, that kind of shit. Yeah. Like I yeah. I do kind of wish I didn't care so much about this stuff and it's it's forcing me to not care in a different way that like the the new stuff on the market ha- like okay, yeah. Cr- or Sam in the back cross my arms, show me what you got, punk. Like give give me the good shit. And yeah. I just feel so burnt out and jaded and I've said that a thousand times, but mm, yeah. go buy the horse <laughs> meat. I don't care. It sounds fucking awesome. Like that's the thing. Doesn't matter. It sounds yeah. really good. I'm not here to say yeah, it I mean, sounds the, bad. The the clone thing though is a, is about the 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 reason that it probably stands out from something like a soul food is is the the basis of it wasn't even necessarily the overdrive it was the buffer. And if yeah. you so if you build a cheap version of it, which I'm sure PRS didn't do, then you miss yeah. out on what probably is the actual killer feature of the clone. It has nothing to do with its drive stage at all. You know, it was like a it was like a leave always on pedal, right? Um, I don't know if it was the Klon. Yeah, right. And and it being buffered is kind of a big deal for that circuit. I'm just looking now. Yeah, so the horse meat is true bypass. So fuck you, Klon. <laughs> what are we supposed to do with that? All right, let's leave it and, on that and, one. And uh, with that, my whole argument has become yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Cloney Baloney. <laughs> Um, let's, let's, uh, talk things of the week and get out. Oh yeah. You know, I kept forgetting to put that in the notes and I have, I have a few that I've been meaning to drop in here. Okay. I have one that I, I, hit me uh, with a sound. Oh my God. A sound. All right. Um, here's one. Wicked. Little palate cleanser. Yeah. I got so I want to know, Justin. Do you want to hear about uh, a, 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 an album, or do you want to hear about a piece of like uh, I don't want to call it like a piece of gear that's not guitar gear? Well, I'm I'm gonna do a band slash album. So maybe okay. you you'll do you should do the other thing. Okay. I'm gonna talk about my belt. <laughs> All right. Let me take it off. Um, I have this belt. I think I actually, um, oops, what have I done? Just like changed my cameras around in a weird way. I think Eric might have the same belt because <laughs> I was like, bro, you got to check <laughs> He's out this freaking belt. freaking out over there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have been on the hunt for uh, a universal fit belt for a long time okay. because leather belts stretch or the holes stretch out yeah. or like you lose weight and or gain weight and it doesn't really work out anymore. So I have, I had some ratchet design belts for a while 
They wear out too. I found yeah. this brand. This is a Groove Life belt, and I have it here. Yeah. And it's got these. I don't know if you can see this super well, but there's on the back like of the buckle. Uh, these are teeth, actually. Okay. So that okay. they stick out. And then on oh, the see, yeah. other side of the buckle is uh, a spot for those teeth to sit in and a very strong magnet. And so as oh, a result, magnet. the belt makes this cool sound. And it's very satisfying. <laughs> um, and it just like fits together perfectly. And the whole belt is like really tight elastic. So it's stretchy. And oh, you know, you ever okay. wake up and you're just like, you're kind of having a fat day? Or <laughs> like you're you're kind of like you, you know, your pants got they, they went through the dryer a little hot and then they're a little yep. snug the, like the next well, day. Well, it, this right. It's anytime you wash your pants, you've got about you got like six hours of of wiggling of like working until them back they get out. back to the yeah. right size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this accounts for all of that. And I just fucking love it. Like I, I, my goal with this stuff, like I never want to buy a wallet again. I never want to buy a belt again. <laughs> all, I never want to buy that stuff ever Derek's again. like, I'm a grown ass man. Uh, yeah. I hate having to find like a wallet or a, or a belt that I like. Because yeah. then you just go through a bunch of shit and it, you're never really that. And when you have a belt that like sucks, it sucks. And I wear a belt so, every day. So, so what's the, what's this? So the sizing here, we're picking size ranges. So how does the how does the fine sizing work on this guy? So it's it is adjustable. Um, it oh no BS. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find so, an image like, that sort through, of showed it, but I guess I can't. Yeah. So I don't know if you can really see it here, but it is. Um, you know, it goes. It loops through the buckle, and okay. you can adjust it. So I've got about a foot. Oh, uh, there's the excess I see now. Okay, yeah, gotcha. But then it's it's like pretty rigid, so it doesn't flop around, and it loops through the buckle and then back over again. So there's no like yeah. part where it doubles up over, and then it stays like there's a little it's very tie flat on the belt, and it stays very very flat, and it works amazingly well. It's always like the perfect length, and there's no excess flapping around. Like yeah. on a traditional leather belt, like you would right. tuck the rest of it into, like you'd go past the button on your pants and then over to the other side. And if there's like, if you're not all the way to the next belt loop, then you got extra belt kind of flinging around. And that's right. annoying. This eliminates that too. And listen to this. Oh, what a sound, you know? <laughs> Every morning I put this thing on and it's like, and it sounds so good. It's great. I love it. Nice. Groove belt. From Groove Life. Check what it out. What does double up mean? Oh, I'm oh, saving by purchasing two belts. Honestly, I've had it for, oh God, it must be a year or more now, and it's not showing any signs of wear that's like concerning. Yeah. Obviously, like there's some some spots, but it's really great. The, the closing mechanism is super solid. And. Cool. I'm so happy with that. So this <laughs> like, is this is black black. I guess it comes. In. I have the gray one. Yeah, I have like the gray dark gray belt with a lighter gray buckle. Um, there's a bunch of different. You can get a tactical okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you'd be able to get them that like because sometimes you need a brown belt. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. Can yeah. Get that. So you can get, um, get what I, you I need to get. Yeah, and the the buckle is just a plain flat. Metal, it's nice. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It's not flashy. Um, I still have like a belt that I wear for like when I have to put a suit on. That's not this, but yeah. oh well, you know, well, 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 come on, well, fuck. Well, it's, on, 
Oh, my tactical belt for my tactical suit. When I'm well, for when I'm tact tacting. <laughs> uh, Tacti- yeah, tacticalizing. When I'm ta- <laughs> yep for the you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sweet, <laughs> nice belt. Yeah, uh, I know it's I a still, weird pull, I but have, I, I gotta I still say, have the, some of that old tech, that leather old tech. It's I'm just fine, saying, like, I guess it does stretch out eventually. I don't know. Yeah, and it, it may not stretch out for ten years, but in ten years, yeah. I'm gonna be like, fuck this belt. <laughs> I really only wear belts when I have jeans on. All my shorts don't need a belt, so I just I feel think weird I just without one. I just don't put that much use onto them in the like three quarters of the year because I'm so warm blooded. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, belt no, gang. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, okay, so I'm going to come at you guys with... Oh, there we go. I'm going to come at you guys with uh, a band. So this is not a new band, this, the, uh, but I just, I just learned about them. Um, and their new album is kind of different. Um, okay, so this is... The band is called Unprocessed. I know you can't read that. Uh, but it's called Unprocessed. They're from oh, Germany. Oh, that guy. I know that guy. You know that guy? Yeah. yeah. What is his name? I can't remember his name. If, but um, if I know. He's, he's from all some over, German band called Unprocessed. <laughs> he's all over YouTube. Like, he's a guitar YouTube guy. Uh, yeah. I see him, yeah. and he plays in a really crazy way. Yes. Um, so, Unprocessed was a, uh, I guess, a tech metal band. Yeah, like for Polyphia. Like, for, like, four albums. Um, and it's really quite good for, for that. Um, which I do like, uh, but I actually hadn't heard of the band until just uh, actually a couple of weeks ago now, like the uh, Apple new music thing was like, hey, check this mm. out. Um, so as as we get further into their career, and especially this album from 2022, um, the metal aspect of the music is getting turned down. It's getting ratcheted mm. down. I feel like the gain has been coming down for a while. The the super intense metal aspect of the music has been coming down, mm-hmm. but the tech is not going away. And what I have here with this album is called Gold, and um, you got to check it out. There's, okay. um, well, this is all merch and stuff. I don't need to show that. Anyway, um, it's <clears throat> Mario Luigi. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> that's not correct. That's not, that's not that man's name. Uh, the... So this album, what struck me about this is like, I didn't know anything about this. I'm just listening to this mix, right? And so this song comes on and it's very technical, but I can't yeah. quite tell if it's being, if the part I'm hearing is being played on a guitar or a bass, which happens at several mm-hmm. points in this album now that I've listened to it all several times. Um, often there are what would be metal riffs, but they're essentially being played with a clean tone and yes. the drums are convincing you that it's heavy and it works. Yes, and it's like the four position on a strap. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. deep. Like it's that's what I'm talking about. Like sometimes I think like really it is scoopy. a guitar, but it sort of sounds like a bass. Sometimes I think it's a bass, but boy, it must be like a six string or something. Um, you know, and 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 they're they're intertwined, and there's there's also sort of a pop music sensibility to it. The vocal mm-hmm. production on this album is very pop, and the whole thing melds in this way where like I I don't 
kind of don't know what genre this is in anymore. And yeah, I went and so, listened to their other albums and, and it's like, that's definitely like a tech metal kind of thing. Um, but I think this, there's sort of something for everybody here. Um, there's several cool. songs on here where they're going to run the gamut. You know, they're going to have something that's very um, whispery and almost uh, mm-hmm. ethereal long for long stretches of it. Um, so, um, but a lot of fast fingers in there and it's, there's, there's a lot to love. I see in there, um, oh shoot, where did it go? Uh, unprocessed. I see in their roster, they have a, a track with Tim Henson from Polyphia. And I'm wondering, mm-hmm. like, are you, are you up on Polyphia I'm slash not. Tim Henson? Okay. I'm not. Um, I'm curious about your take on that stuff. So, you know, go, is it go from forth. This and, album? And, no, no. Polyphia is a band. No, I um, mean, is the song with, Oh, um, no, I think it looks like a single. Yeah, it looks okay. like it's just a single okay. that was released. Um, no worries. But anyway. Yeah, it's really yeah, cool. I'm, I'm listening to a lot from them now. But Yeah. yeah um, if I'm understanding this correctly, and it's what I think it sounds like, it sounds like Polyphia may not be a far leap to make, but I'm curious about yeah. your your interpretation yeah, of what to- they're doing. So, so yeah. I'll I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, let's see. What should I? I should pick like. I'm gonna me, put it in the chat just so. Yeah. We can all spell I, I want to pick a <laughs> a track. Um, portrait, I think. Okay. Is if I was gonna send you one song to check first from this album. All right. I'll listen to it tomorrow. Yeah. Portrait. That's that's what I would point you to. Um, and um, oh, yeah, God, I think I it's wanna, pretty cool. I really want to share my music recommendation, but I should say <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Uh All right, I'll give it to you in the after show, and then put it in a podcast episode <laughs> in the future. All right. Well, in that case, this was a fun meandering bit of nonsense through the worlds of our heads as we think live about whatever nonsense happens to float across my desk, so to speak. <laughs> Thank you for joining me on this uh, journey episode no we're not calling them episodes anymore they're journeys on this particular hmm. journey of the tone control uh <laughs> we we saw something obvious and great and cheap and we saw something not so obvious and questionable and not cheap and um thank you for coming on this journey with us if if <laughs> sounds like a double flander <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening. Uh, join us on Discord, discord.io slash tone control. If you want to support the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash the tone control. And we appreciate it very much. You get your name in the show. And for for depending on how much money you feel like this is worth your worth of your support, um, there are some other perks there as well, um, including behind-the-scenes stuff, um, extra... <clears throat> What do we call it? Hangouts? We're going to do a hangout Hangouts, Thursday, which is a hangout guys. this Thursday at noon so if you're the in the club. This, by the time this episode comes out into your podcast feeds, it will have happened on the previous Thursday. Um, but we're <laughs> we're trying to get this going, and, and we think it'll be fun. Um, in my in my wildest dreams, they turn into something that's fun that I can record, and, and it would sort of be extra episodes for the patrons. Um, so that's, that's the idea. And it would just be hangouts that isn't just us prattling yeah. on. So we'll see how it goes. Matt in the chat says this is this was worth at least a buck. So at I think you, you know, buck. take that and uh, <laughs> run with it. 
Yeah. And by the way, actually, uh, each buck, if if that was the level of support that you chose, which is totally uh, acceptable and we are grateful for it, uh, that is actually two episodes worth uh, because that we release true. about two episodes a month and uh, Patreon is monthly. So <clears throat> anyway... The, sorry, two bucks. <laughs> well, the point is you can pay as little as 50 cents an episode and you will be uh, helpful, help helping us uh, make the show and do other things because we actually don't pocket any of that anyway. And we haven't talked about that in a couple of episodes, but um, really we just end up banking all this and then trying to give something back in the form of uh, giveaways and stuff like that. So anyway. Yep. Uh, so that's it. We're going to thank our patrons this week, which are Nick Greenwood, Carson Ricketts, Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Doug King, mm. Big Daddy Doug, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, an easy name for Justin, Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast, <laughs> Mako nice. Guitars, Andrew Welsh of Andrew's Alcove, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, and, uh... That's going to do it. We will see you next time. And I forgot to start my music in the yeah, background. Yeah, I was going to say. So now, now that's it. It's just Now it's we can talk for now. a little. We can, we can talk hang for out. a little bit. <laughs> so, Derek, what was your favorite part of this episode? I mean, journey. Um, um, I think ragging on horse meat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's a fucking stupid name. It's a fucking stupid name. I think... Um, I get more and more frustrated with how I can't really articulate what I'm feeling about this whole problem that mm-hmm. I feel with guitar and pedals and shit. But I think I'm getting the closer DRS every time we bring it up. Part of that problem, I just don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how exactly, but I know they're yeah. in there somehow. So, all, all right. right. Well, see you next time. See you next time, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.